This is Lindsay Pierce. She's a graduate of the University of Southern Maine with a major in Recreation and Leisure Studies. She graduated in 2009. She has been a CTRS member since January 2010 and a member of the ATRA and NCTRC. She'll get more into that. Um, she attends ATRA mid-year conferences. She did her practicum at the Center of Therapeutic Recreation in 2008 in aquatics with youth with developmental and physical disabilities. She also completed her internship at the Mass Hospital School in the fall of 2008 and started working during their um, Massachusetts Hospital School summer program in June 2009. She was then hired as an educational one-on-one -on -one aide and worked part-time with the Recreation Department until the position opened in 2010. So, Thank you. Hi guys, so I'm Lindsay. Um, as you know, I'm a CTRS, um, which is Certified Therapeutic Recreation Specialist. I work at Mass Hospital School in Canton. Is anyone familiar with or heard about MHS? Okay, awesome. Um, so I'm just going to give you a quick little overview. I have a presentation. I'm going to go like three slides and just kind of give you like a rundown of what we're going to be, um, what you guys are going to be learning about, what I'm going to be talking about. And then I have a pretty cool video um, that I made last year for a sports banquet that I'm going to show you guys. Um, and then after that, I'm just kind of, it's really just going to be a presentation on how we run our recreation department, how we assess our kids. We have about, oh my goodness, I think like close to 95 inpatient um, residents at Mass Hospital School and with all varying levels of disabilities, um, cognitive um, abilities. So I'm just going to kind of talk about how we assess all of our clients so that way they can uh, participate in recreation. And I'm also going to, you'll see in the slideshow that I have, um, some of our extra kind of fun little activities that we do throughout the year. Kids go to prom, the senior class goes to Disney World. Uh, we go to New York State Games in Long Island for um, competitive sports. We do swimming, we do class one track and field. Um, so it's just going to be an overview. I don't want to take up a lot of your time, so I'm just going to hop right into it. So the presentation, um, oh, and I also apologize. I kind of have to stay here because I forgot to ask the guy for a clicker. Um, if you guys can't see me or hear me, just like yell at me and I'll yell, but I have a really loud voice anyway. So, uh, so the uh, presentation is going to be TR process and long-term rehab setting for use in young adults. So pretty much it's just the therapeutic recreation process, what I talked about. So as Brendan introduced me, I'm Lindsay Pierce. I'm a CTRS at Mass Hospital School. Went to the University of Southern Maine. Um, I started off at UMaine Farmington. Thought I wanted to be a special ed teacher and then I realized teaching really wasn't my thing. So I had a minor in uh, therapeutic recreation. I transferred over to USM like the second semester of my sophomore year. Um, and I graduated from there, I became a CTRS um, January 2010 or 2011, which um, you, there are certain qualifications and uh, like coursework that you have to do. I had to complete an internship, pre-internship, then you have to sit um, for the national exam. And I have to go like and get CUs, all that kind of stuff and get recertified every five years. Did my pre-internship at the Center for Therapeutic Recreation. I did aquatics therapy. I worked primarily with um, youth with autism and physical disabilities. So I worked one-on-one -on -one doing lesson plans with them in the pool. Then I did my internship at Mass Hospital School, fall of 2008, and I've been hooked ever since, and I've been there since June 2009. 
Um, so some of my areas of interest at Massaw School, I run the Girls Leisure Group, um, which is a group of about eight to 10 girls, varying ranges. And we do a bunch of like community trips. Um, you know, they plant flowers in the community and fun stuff like that. They go on a bunch of trips. We just kind of do a lot of social goals and appropriate, you know, get them ready for the community and growing up and all that fun stuff. Um, I'm also a member of the swim club, which is our competitive swim team that we have. We compete in New York State games every year. And I am also the class one track and field coach. And we also, um, that class also goes to New York and competes. Um, so just a brief overview of the description of the presentation. It's going to focus on tier process for recreation services for clients in range in age, cognitive, physical, and social domains. It's going to focus on how MHS uses the tier process for clients between the ages of 6 and 22 years of age in a long-term rehab facility. Um, my hope is that you guys are going to leave with a basic understanding of disabilities such as spina bifida, cerebral palsy, and muscular dystrophy. Um, I'm going to talk briefly with you guys just about a couple of the assessments that we use. Um, I'm not going to go into big detail with you um, about it with you guys. And then um, I'm going to exhibit the importance for recreation and leisure services in a long-term rehab setting. Um, I'm not going to give you guys the case study because don't, we don't really have enough time. Um, but just kind of give you guys examples of how rec is important, how we use team goals. Um, with all the other disciplines that we work with. If you guys have questions at any time, if I'm talking too fast, just like yell at me or raise your hand. Um, so you guys are going to leave with a basic understanding of disabilities, uh, spina bifida, cerebral palsy, muscular dystrophy, are the three main uh, diagnoses that we have at MHS. Um, basic understanding of importance of recreation and leisure and understanding of how we do our TR process at MHS. So the Massachusetts Hospital School is located in Canton, Mass. The mission of the Massachusetts Hospital School is to provide medical, rehabilitative, educational, recreational, habilitative, transitional, and complementary alternative medical services to children and young adults with multiple disabilities, assisting them to achieve their optimal level of independence in all aspects of life. Yeah, so we do a lot of stuff at Mass Hospital School, which is really cool. Um, and that's obviously that show was just like the stuff that we do during the school year in the summer. I don't know if any of you have worked there before, but we have like a seven-week summer program. So we do like the horseback riding, the swimming. We have a waterfront, so they go out on, um, they go, well, they do like stand-up paddle boarding, and we have a pontoon boat, kayaking, canoeing, all that, windsurfing, all that fun stuff. Um, so Mass, Mass Hospital School serves the more complex medical, educational, rehabilitative, and recreational needs of children and young adults with cerebral palsy, muscular dystrophy, and other neuromuscular disorders, spina bifida, mild dysplasia, trauma-based disability including brain injury and other congenital or acquired physically debilitating disorders. Mass Hospital School is open to Massachusetts children and young adults from ages 6 to 22 years of age who require medical management for a physical disability. Uh, MHS, we offer nursing, occupational, physical, speech, and recreational therapy, as well as complementary alternative medicine. 
<clears throat> so the next few slides, I'm just going to um, tell you what the three primary diagnoses are that we have um, at MHS. So spina bifida. Uh, spina bifida is the most common permanently disabling birth defect in the United States. It literally means split spine. Spina bifida happens when a baby's in the womb and the spinal column does not close all the way. And every day about eight babies born in the United States have spina bifida or a similar birth defect of the brain and spine. Um, so some conditions that are associated with spina bifida are mobility, so walking and getting around. Um, most of the individuals use crutches, wheelchairs, or braces. Uh, bladder, bowel, and gastrointestinal disorders. Latex allergies, that's a really big one. Um, obesity, skin breakdown, learning disabilities, social issues, tendinitis, and sexual issues. Cerebral palsy is a disorder of movement, muscle tone, or posture that is caused by an insult to the immature developing brain. Most often it happens before birth. Signs and symptoms appear during infancy of the preschool years. Cerebral palsy causes impaired movement associated with exaggerated reflexes, floppiness or rigidity of the limbs and trunk, abnormal posture, involuntary movements, unsteadiness of walking, or some combination of, the, of all of those. Uh, symptoms, signs and symptoms can vary greatly. Movement and coordination problem, problems associated with CP may include variations in muscle tone, such as being either too stiff or too floppy, stiff muscles and exaggerated reflexes or spasticity, stiff muscles with normal reflexes, rigidity, lack of muscle coordination, ataxia, eye muscle imbalance, tremors or involuntary movements, slow rhythm movements, athetosis, delays in reaching motor skill milestones, such as pushing up on arms, sitting up alone, or crawling, favoring one side of the body, such as reaching with only one hand or dragging a leg while crawling, difficulty walking, such as walking on toes, a crouched gait, a scissor-like gait with knees crossing or a wide gait, excessive drooling or problems with swallowing, difficulty with sucking or eating, delays in speech development or difficulty speaking, and difficult Difficulty with precise movements such as picking up a crayon or spoons. Um, other neurological problems, brain ab abnormalities, holy smokes, associated with CP um, may also contribute to other neurological problems. Uh, they also may have difficulty with their vision and hearing, intellectual disabilities, seizures, abnormal touch or pain perceptions, oral diseases, mental health or psychiatric conditions, and urinary incontinence. Um, <laughs> what is muscular dystrophy? Muscular dystrophy is a group of diseases that cause progressive weakness and loss of muscle mass. In muscular dystrophy, abnormal genes or mutations interfere with the production of proteins needed to form healthy muscle. There are many different types of muscular dystrophy. The main sign of muscular dystrophy is progressive muscle weakness. At MHS, the most common one um, that we have is Duchenne muscular dystrophy. About half of people with muscular dystrophy have this. Um, although girls can be carriers and mildly affected, the disease typically affects boys. About one-third of boys with Duchenne's muscular dystrophy don't have a family history of a disease, possibly because the gene is involved may be subject to sudden abnormal changes. Signs and symptoms typically appear between the ages of two and three. Um, some of the symptoms could be frequent falling, difficulty getting up uh, from a lying or sitting position trouble running and jumping, 
waddling gait, walking on the toes, large calf muscles, uh, muscle pain and stiffness, learning disabilities. Becker muscular dystrophy, signs and symptoms are similar to Duchenne's. Uh, they're milder and progress more slowly. Symptoms generally begin in the teens but may, occur, may not occur until the mid to late 20s. Um, just some other uh, types of MD. Myotonic, uh, it's also known as Steinert's disease. Uh, this is characterized by an inability to relax muscles at will falling contractions. Myotonic muscular dystrophy is the most common form of adult onset MD. Uh, facial and neck muscles are usually the first to be affected. Fascio-capulo, I'm just going to say FSHD, I cannot pronounce it this morning. Um, but it's muscle weakness typically begins in the face and shoulders. The shoulder blades might stick out like wings with a person who has FSHD raises his or her arms. Onset usually occurs in the teenage years but can begin in childhood or as late as the age of 40. Congenital affects boys and girls, parent at birth or before the age of two. Uh, some forms progress slowly and cause only mild disability, while others progress more rapidly and can cause severe impairment. Uh, limb girdle, it's hip and shoulder muscles are usually the first to be affected. People with this type of muscular dystrophy may also have difficulty lifting from the front part of the foot and may trip frequently. Onset usually begins childhood or the teenage years. So at MHS, um, every one of our inpatients is giving recreation therapy as uh, part of their treatment. We have five different units. We have uh, the Bailey's unit, Nelson, Ellis, Gates, and Ross. And each one of the units has um, a rec therapist in charge. Nelson unit has two rec therapists because it's a really big unit. So that rec therapist is in charge of um, all the planning and care that goes with that client in terms of their recreation, being in contact with their family, um, doing all the assessments for them, putting them in appropriate programming. Um, so we offer three semesters, we, much like colleges do or schools. We have a fall, a winter, spring and then in the summertime we have a seven week summer program that we offer um more or less are a few common programs that are offer offered year round like swimming is offered year round bowling's offered year round um, usually mat madness and our sensory programs girls leisure women's leisure any type of the leisure programs are offered year round and then we have a few varying um programs that are more weather dependent or season dependent like we have football, um, basketball. In the spring, we do class one tracks. We can actually go outside with the nice weather. Um, horseback riding is offered year round. Animal care is usually only in the fall and spring, and that's just because it gets really cold at night and the animals all have to go and it's too cold for some of the clients to be out that late at night. Um, so the way that we operate our, our department is that we have programs Monday through Thursday. We work Mondays through Thursdays, 10 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. Um, during the school day from 10.30 to noon and 1.30 to about 3, we run activities through the school, which is attached to MHS. And it's based um, by classroom assignments. And they'll either do uh, swimming or they'll do therapeutic riding during the day, during that block. And then from Monday through Thursday, 3.30 to 5, and 6.30 to 8, 
we offer your typical rec programs, the bowling, the map madness, the sensory swimming, um, that kind of thing. At the end of every month, we write a prog progress note on how our client's doing, if they're reaching their team goals, um, if there's any behavioral things that we should know or anything in particular. Um, and then at the end of every semester, we determine if we think that the client is still appropriate for that program for like a further semester. Um, usually we don't have any issues and usually everyone's pretty good. So this is just, I know it didn't really copy very well, it's really small, but this is just a brief um, kind of overview of some of the programs we offer. So we have football, I forgot about power soccer, which is really bad. So we have a really good power soccer team and we're actually going to nationals this year in Indiana. Um, we have basketball, class one track, track and field, swim club. Um, we used to have sledge hockey, but we don't really have the clientele for it now, but we kind of do just more like fun time on the ice. Um, and we compete against like the Boston College um, ice hockey team. That's really fun. We do gardening. We do fishing in the summertime. Um, we do do skiing. Skiing, they usually, there's usually a trip about three to four kids that go out like every week as long as the weather is good. Horseback riding, animal care, windsurfing's in the summer. Um, we do have archery, bowling, team sports, which is kind of, um, it's not quite as a competitive uh, program, but we'll do like football, basketball, capture the flag, that kind of stuff. And it's kind of more open to any ability. Um, so it's a good team building and um, learning just the basic skills of games that everyone kind of likes to play. We have a bunch of leisure classes, boys leisure, men's, girls, and women's. We also have another leisure class which kind of prepares um, the individuals for transitioning outside of MHS once they turn 22. And this semester it's also helping them plan for their experience for when they go to Disney World in April. Um, they're going to be going for like five days, so we kind of just talk about like packing, just the basic things, how they're going to be transferring on and off rides, uh, you know, traveling, that type of stuff. We also have weight training. We have a radio station. Um, we have um, a place called the JB Cafe, which we have like four Mac computers. We have big screen TV. We have Wii, PlayStation. We have two outdoor TVs on the patio that's right off of it. Um, so this is just like a brief description of kind of what girls, I chose girls leisure because I run girls leisure. But so we set it up, we have a big book. Um, if anyone comes as an intern or looks, we have like this big book, it has every program in it. Um, the program description, we have goals, uh, if there's any prerequisites to get into it. Um, and then we set up like physical motor, cognitive, psychosocial, development level, skill level safety measures and staff supervision and any contraindications um, if anyone has like an allergy or like especially for swimming if um, a client has like a seizure disorder all that kind of stuff you need to know ahead of time um, this is just I think you guys can kind of see it so this is just um, a basic overview of uh, so this was from the fall semester and we uh, for the selection process for the students to select what programs they want to be in. So we set it up like the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 3.30 to 5, 6.30 to 8. And there's a variety, you know, usually about five to six, sometimes seven different types of classes that the students can choose from. 
We also make sure that we um, don't, you know, overlap with scheduling if they have PT or OT or speech. Sometimes, like, speech will come in and help assess, and we'll do, like, a co-treat. Um, so that's really nice. We do have two assessments. I'm not going to talk a lot about it, but they're just done um, upon a mission. So that way we get, like, a baseline of where our client's at, what kind of things they like to do. Um, a lot of times the clientele that I work with on the Bailey's unit, they're a lot, um, they're lower functioning, they're nonverbal. So a lot of times if I, if they're a new um, inpatient, I don't really know them that well, I'm going to reach out to their family and say, hey, what's, you know, Sally participated, would she be interested in swimming, would she want to do horseback riding, does she like arts and crafts, that kind of stuff. Um, so this is just a really basic thing of the initial leisure assessment, it's really basic. What do you like to do? What's fine for you? What things have you participated in? Have you participated in, uh, you know, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts? Have you done competitive sports? Do you like going to the mall? Do you like going to the movies? Um, do you like just watching sports? Do you like just kind of sitting on the sideline and watching everybody? It's just kind of a really basic formality so that way we know where our client's at upon admission. Uh, this is the PAIA, which is Another assessment we have to do is pediatric, adolescent, interdisciplinary assessment. Um, it's real basic. It's really just going to tell us how our clients participate in a program. Are they going to be independent? Are they going to need minimal cues? Are they going to need max cues? Um, you know, are they able to identify the programs of interest? Or am I, or am I going to have to reach out to parents, family members, um, past facilities, what have you? And then we just list off how they're going to benefit from participating. Are they going to be working on finding gross motor skills, cardiovascular activity? Are they going to be doing socialization, peer interactions, all that kind of stuff? Most of it, it's all of the above. Um, and then there's a section where I can just fill in like, you know, Sally loves horseback riding or swimming, or I think she would be great in Matt Menace or what have you. Um... So this is just kind of like our food for thought. This is what all of us in the rec department have to really think about when we're planning programs and making sure that everything's appropriate. Um, all the programs are appropriate for the clientele. I'm sure you guys kind of do similar stuff for CPDC. You're going to want to make sure that your client that you're working is going to succeed. You're not going to set them up to do something that you, you know, I mean, obviously we take risks. You know, you go, oh, I'm going to try and see if so-and-so can do this. But you're not going to set them up for something that you know ahead of time they're going to hate, they're going to be resistant to it, or it's something that's not going to benefit them in a therapeutic way. So at MHS, since all the, you know, all the kids that we work with are inpatient, we're thinking about their age. I have a primarily younger unit. A lot of my kids are, like, knocked out by 7 p.m. They're tired, they're cranky. Probably not going to put them in a nighttime program because it's not going to be therapeutic for them. I'm going to get little to nothing out of them. Um, you know, what are their team goals? Are they working on a socialization goal that I can incorporate into girls' leisure? I can incorporate into interactive tech. Are they working on a PT goal of driving their power chair successfully from the unit to rec? You know, and not bumping into everybody or running over my feet. Uh, safety concerns, again, you know, um, do they have seizures? Do they have a latex allergy? Um, are they at risk of aspiration if I'm swimming with them in the pool? Uh, medication side effects, that's a huge one. 
A lot of the um, side effects cause the kids to get fatigued very easily. So that's another thing that you're gonna that I would you know keep an eye on. Another huge one that we have is cognitive age versus chronological age. I have a lot of kids in my unit, um, kind of across the board at MHS. I can have an 18-year-old with CP, but he's functioning at like a three to four-month-old cognitive level. So you really have to take into consideration what's appropriate for that individual. And just because they're 18, they may not be appropriate for men's leisure. Maybe they'd be better in boys' leisure or something that's not as demanding for them that they're going to get benefits from. And then, like I kind of already mentioned before, just physical symptoms. Um, do they fatigue easily? Uh, what's their tone like? Are they spastic? A lot of that stuff comes in with, you know, the pool and horseback riding. Those are two of the biggest ones. Um, you know, we do evaluations down at the barn just to make sure what kind of adaptive equipment do they need, what kind of a belt, what kind of a harness, that kind of stuff. And then, so I just have some resources. It's just all stuff that was in my presentation. Um, so this is my contact information. If anyone has any questions, if anybody, I'm gonna plug MHS. If anybody wants to like volunteer or has, you know, needs like a summer job, do have our, you know, seven week summer program, which is really amazing. Um, that's it from my end. Does anybody have any questions? Yes. What times does the summer program run? Is it like the camp program? Or is it like yeah, so great question. So the summer program runs for seven weeks. Usually starts like the end of June, first week in July, runs till about the second week in August, and it's like your typical kind of summer camp hours. It starts at about like 8 in the morning. Well, staff get there at 8, and it runs until about 4.30. Usually the kids start going home between like 3 and 3.30, but it's like a like lunch is provided. They, they literally do like everything, waterfront, barn, animal care, um, adapted sports all sorts of creative arts. There's um, a dance show at the end of the year, which is really hilarious. Um, but yeah, so that's my contact information. I want to thank you guys for coming and listening to me on a Saturday morning. Um, thank you so much for having me, and I hope you guys have a great day. And I'm going to come and check out CBDC because I've never seen it before. So thank you guys very, very much. If you have any uh, questions, feel free to contact me, and thank you so much for having me. Thank you for presenting oh, yay. on CPDC, <laughs> and on behalf of CPDC, your CPDC shirt. Yay! Awesome! Thank you so much!